0: Normally, Julian would have called them out like a schoolmaster, hovering over incorrigible boys, and they would have forced themselves to listen to what he was saying. But now he paid them no mind. The idea of spiting his dead father by destroying some of his prized possessions suddenly interested him far more than keeping the troops in line. He pulled himself away from Colin and crawled toward the nearest bookcase, the bottle still in hand, and splashes of whiskey spilling onto the rug as he went. Using a shelf to pull himself up, he fingered the rose before him and pulled out a leather-bound copy of Paradise Lost. He considered it for a moment, before tossing it to the floor. He selected again, bringing forth a book whose spine had faded completely, its red leather binding cracked and chipped. Taller than the other books near it, though not nearly as thick, the book looked like it should be light in Julian's hands, but he was surprised at the weight of it. He stared at it for a moment and ran a finger over the embossed cover. It bore the image of a single eye that seemed to look out at him through the ancient cracks of the aged leather. Ha! he said loudly. This is the one! He affected the accent of an erudite professor and added, Quite antique, I'd say, gentlemen, quite would make the old man tumble in his freshly dug grave if he even saw me touching it. When he turned around, most of his friends were still seated on the floor, and Julian stood above them like a priest before a congregation. Eddie and Colin seemed to be arguing over whose flask was whose. Fools, Julian thought. Still swaying and holding his whiskey bottle by the neck, he opened the book, not mindful of how roughly he treated it. Read something, Julian, Dick said. Something juicy, Mike added. Julian smiled, ready to oblige. He cleared his throat, but quickly the bemused expression that drink and anger and some form of grief had put on his face transformed into one of confusion and then disgust. Damn things in Latin, he shouted, and was about to drop it carelessly to the floor when his eyes caught Collins. "'Colin, you still a goddamn Catholic?' he shouted, prompting laughter from the group. Like most of the other men in the room, Colin Krebs had known Julian Piedmont since boarding school. At the time, the film industry had been young enough that its executives were new to being rich, and many of them had sent their sons off to learn how the other half lived. Though no wealthier or more special than the others, Julian had quickly risen above the rest, his cavalier attitude, irreverence, and quick wit making him attractive to the other boys. He had held court ever since. Colin gave no reply to Julian's insult, nodding his response. Almost immediately, hoisted up to the group's exaggerated applause, Colin stood beside their undisputed leader while the others gathered around them. Some looked genuinely interested in the drama unfolding, others feigned interest to appease their leader. "'Now read,' Julian said, shoving the book into Colin's hands. The book felt fragile, as though the heavy leaves would slip free of the binding if Colin turned the pages. Julian had opened the book to the title page, and Colin looked at it with some confusion, trying to remember the Latin his parents had forced on him years before. "'It's not like it's the mass or anything,' he said in a hushed voice, speaking to Julian alone. Oh, for goodness. Just read it. After a few seconds' hesitation, he said, It's called Galamen Malum Lacuna, a gathering of evil words. What? Julian said, stunned. Dirty words in Latin? Colin smiled. I don't think so. Evil words, it says. Spells, curses. See, here it says Maledictus and Diabolus. Witchcraft, Colin shrugged. Not sure. Something like that. Witchcraft, Julian repeated with some glee. In my father's library. Oh, that is a hoot. Well, go on then. Colin turned the fragile pages and studied them for a moment, Reading what he could translate.